This is the old trailblazer, Pastor Pendarvis, letting you know, you folks, I need to hear from some of you. and Let me know where you're listening from. Tell me what, what area of the city or the town you're in. Do me a lot of good. Just gives us a little more information. My email address is pastor at radiomissions.org, or you can call me at area code 225-664-8658. Our regular mail address is the Old Trailblazer, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. The Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, pastor here at Radio Missions, pastor here at the First Baptist Church of Algiers, and uh, known all over this land now, up and down the coast, as the Old Trailblazer. Yes, folks call in here and they say, I want to talk to the Old Trailblazer. Then I meet folks in the bookstore out there occasionally. Uh, when I'm here, especially on Saturdays, I'm here every day, and they say, you're the Old Trailblazer, aren't you? And I meet some folks over there in the grocery store, and they hear me talking to someone. They say, I believe you're the old trailblazer. I heard you over the radio on the old trailblazer. You don't look like you sound, old trailblazer. I thought you was a a little short, fat man. No, I'm not short nor fat. Uh, Maybe a little bit heavy, but not too fat. And I'm uh, six foot and one inch tall and weigh about 195, 200 pounds and uh, 74 years old. Hair gray, but I'm going strong with the old trailblazer blazing the path to the hearts of sinners. We told uh, in our last study there, folks asked me, what do you mean by blazing? Some of our young folks who are not having it dealings with the country and uh, those things. When I was a kid, we'd cut right away back to a piece of land that we owned or something and we'd blaze a path. Also, many of our folks, deer hunters back here in the south and we'd uh, hunt on a piece of land and if we'd go out there in the summertime and we'd blaze a path back in there. Cut an axe, take an axe and chop off some bark off of a tree and maybe cut down a bush or a palmetto and hang it here on a tree so that when we got ready to go, we could find the trail back there to where we wanted to go hunting or where folks were cutting logs and those things. But that's what the old trailblazer, and that's what the folks did who settled our great country. They went across this country, and they blazed a path. They didn't have a wagon and all those things. The original settlers, Lewis and Clark, they just blazed a trail. They didn't have time to cut down a path or make a road, so they just blazed. That's what I'm doing, blazing a trail. I'm just trying to knock the bark off of some of your hearts that your message may go home. You might say, well, the old trailblazer is just an old kook, just an old crackpot. Well, you call me whatever you want to. But, uh, my friend, I'm just God's messenger, bringing you God's word day by day, the best of my ability. The Lord gave me the commission, go forward to preach the gospel. And he turned my heart to bring you these studies on the old Trailblazer broadcast. We own about 40 stations across this country now, and I've asked you to write me and let me know what station you're listening to me on so we can uh, rightly uh, spend God's money. That's all I want to do. I tell our folks here, and I tell you out there, we don't have no uh, uh, crystal cathedral. We don't have no condos in Colorado. We don't have no waterfront property in, on the coast down here. And we don't do those things. We just get out the gospel. Every nickel you send here, every penny you send here goes for paper and ink and radio time and, and uh, the storehouse for the needy and good books and Bibles for the prisoners. And that's what we do with God's money. We send it here. You send it here, and we use it. And I ask folks sometimes a little, maybe get a little uh, facetious. I say, go out there in the backyard, dig up that old coffee can for the termites get in it, and send us those old raggedy $100 bills. If you do that, we'll put it to work for the Lord if you want to be a missionary. In our last study, we were looking there at uh, the Antichrist Bible, the RSV Bible, how that uh, the modernists have attempted and done a pretty good job of watering down <clears throat> the Bible. 
calling it a new translation? They should have called it a new perversion. And we were looking at some of the compound names of the Lord Jehovah, and uh, we were looking there. Uh, at our last study, we came down to where we came to Ephesians 4, 2. And, and let's read that. And that ye put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holy. The new man here, the new man referred to here, is the regenerate man, the born-again one, as distinguished from the old man, uh, the man by nature, one who is a new man. The first, second Corinthians five seventeen, one of my favorite verses. The old trailblazer quotes a lot. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Could I ask you, are you a new creature in Christ? Are your are, are all your sins under the blood, my friend? You sitting there in your easy chair listening to the old trailblazer? I don't know what time this broadcast comes on where you live. Many times it's early in the morning. Some of our places, like in Little Rock, Arkansas, and uh, folks are getting out, getting ready to go out to the back 40 to bush hog or cut some hay, or maybe the old 18-wheeler up there on uh, I-70 or on the double nickel going up through Chicago. You folks, you truckers, sit down. Next time you go stop and get a cup of coffee, sit, pick one of those little picture postcards off of the rack over there and address it to the old trailblazer and tell me where you're hearing me at. And I appreciate it if you would. My mailing address is the old trailblazer, post office box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. Will you write me? I'll be glad to send you, put you on my mailing list, send you my monthly magazine every month. And uh catalog of many things here in the bookstore. But we're looking there at the new man. That new man, spoken of there in Ephesians 4, 2. The new man is Christ formed in the believer. And our sanctification is Christ. That's not anything you do. I have folks who, who uh, I know folks who try to clean up their life, lop off drinking, lop off smoking, lop off uh, taking drugs, lop off. That's not salvation, my friend. Those things happen. Surely they do. But salvation is being in Christ. Christ being in you, the hope of glory. Oh, that new man is formed in the believer. And our sanctification is Christ. Sanctification, Christ made in us. My friend, you cannot sanctify this old flesh. I have folks who attempt to do that. It's, it's almost comical if it wasn't a tragedy that they try to sanctify the old flesh. You know what it reminds me of when I was a kid back there on the farm, raised on a farm up till I was about 17, 18 years old, went into service and left the farm. But we had we raised our own hogs, made our own bacon and sausage and pork chops and all of those things. But we had hogs in an open pasture. And over there in one corner, we had a place where we fed them and we kept water there because hogs like water. And you could... Uh, you could do anything you want to. You could catch one of them and and uh, and mark him and, and do those things and wash him up a little bit and clean him up. And as soon as you turn him loose, he'd head back over there for that, that mud hole. And he just loved that mud. Hogs love mud, just like sinners love sin. That's right. That's their natural heart. That's their natural thing. I've seen them in the 4-H club shows and the FFA shows where them young boys would take them and out there and wash them and clean them up and put a red ribbon around their neck or a blue ribbon around their neck after they'd been judged, and you turn them back in that lot, and they'd head over there to that mud hole. That's right. They'd root around in that mud hole and lay down and waller in it. That's just exactly what the old flesh does. You can't sanctify it, my friend. You can make all the fun of the old trailblazer you want to, but salvation is a new man, a new heart. 
Praise be unto the Lord Jehovah Jesus, who is our sanctification, our sanctifier. Now let me call your attention to another one of our compound titles of Jehovah, those who <coughs> where we see here, and that is Jehovah Zeboth, Jehovah Zeboth, or Saboth, which means Jehovah of hosts. Let's turn to 1 Samuel 1, 3 and read while we still have a few minutes left. 1 Samuel 1, 3. Some of the folks say, Pastor, Trailblazer, you go too fast for me. You go too rapidly for me. Slow down a little. Well, let me just slow down. And this man went up out of his city yearly to worship the sacrifice, worship and to sacrifice unto the Lord of host in shallow. The Hebrew there is Jehovah Saboth. The word Saboth simply means host, and it refers to warfare or service. Jehovah is the Lord of hosts or warrior, as we might express it like this, Jehovah our warrior. It is the name of Jehovah in manifestation of power. In Psalms 24:10, we find these words, Who is this King of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the King of glory. Then we find, according to Old Testament scripture, this name, Jehovah Saboth, was revealed in time of Israel's need. You'll not find this in the first five books of the Bible. Neither will you find it directly in Joshua or Judges or only a few times in the Psalms. But Jeremiah the prophet, when Israel was approaching judgment, used this name 80 times. If you'll read Haggai in two chapters, you'll find the name used 14 times. And you will find the prophet Zechariah in the 14 chapters of his prophecy calls upon the Lord of hosts about 50 times. Then in Malachi, the last book of the Old Testament, the name Jehovah Saboth, a Lord of hosts, occurs about 25 times. In Psalms 46, 7, the psalmist, listen now, in, the, in his extremity, called upon the Lord of hosts in these words, The Lord of hosts is with us, the God of Jacob, is our refuge, Selah. Oh, my friend, as the psalmist in the 11th verse of that same psalm repeats these words, the Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge, Selah. The meaning of the compound name Jehovah Saboth is Jehovah of hosts and gathers, itself, gathers into itself the great concept and truth that all divine or heavenly power in Jehovah Jesus is made available for the need of our people or his people. Our God, Jehovah Jesus, is a God of war. Oh, I know we're living in a day when folks look upon the Lord Jesus Christ as a little namby-pamby, a tin-soldier God standing on the sideline of time, on the highway of time, wringing his hands and hoping and praying that some poor soul will stop and make a decision for Jesus. But that's not so, my friend. No, that's not so at all. I tell you, uh, we, need to get our, we need to get our thinking straight, don't we? We really do. I tell you, the modernists and the skeptics and the atheists and the agnostic have just about warped and twisted the mind of every poor soul that you and I know. They're deceived by Satan, and there's no, seemingly no help. But there's help, my friend. Our Lord is still on the throne. We sang that song here in our choir. Our Lord, God is still on the throne. 
We do. We sing it often. And then we sing, uh, praise God from whom all blessings flow. We do. And I tell my folks here uh, in the services on Sunday and Sunday night and Wednesday and on the Trailblazer broadcast and at the mission places where I go, I tell them God is on the throne, but he's angry with the wicked every day, my friend. Did you know if you're not saved, the Lord is angry with you? Oh, I thought he was a loving God. I thought he loved everybody. No. No, he sure don't. You can't flaunt yourself in God's face and, and the Lord not be angry with you, my friend. You know how the Lord, you know what the Lord wants? You know what the Lord desires? For you to come to him. Come to him as a poor old sinner. Have you ever taken your place as a sinner at the feet of Christ? You will. The Bible says every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is coming to the world to seek and to save sinners. I'm paraphrasing it, but that's what the Bible means. But listen, folks, I don't preach doom and gloom. No, the Lord is blessing folks, saving one here, one there under this ministry, other ministry. I get letters from folks all over this country. They say, oh, Trailblazer, I heard you broadcast, and I heard this kind of preaching back 40, 50 years ago when I was young, and out there under the brush arbor, under the tent, for old white-haired, stoop-shouldered preacher, and not many of them left, is it, Trailblazer? No, there's not many of them left, my friend. The old Trailblazer is uh, coming down to the end of his life. Yes, I'm... 74 years old and uh, I'm still healthy my health is good and I'm oh, eat up with arthritis like many of you are old authors doing a good job those old arthritis boys is terrible you know arthritis neuritis old uh, rheumatism that's the first cousin and old lumbago they all first cousin but them arthritis boys is a bad one that's what an old lady told me one time them arthritis boys is bad but listen, folks, would you pray for the old trailblazer? If you enjoy, appreciate these messages, or even if you don't, would you just pray for me when you have prayer? Go ask the Lord for the old trailblazer. When you go to your prayer prayer this uh, time at your Bible school, at your midweek service, you have prayer service. I hope you do. Ask your group, would y'all pray for the old trailblazer? He's just begging folks to pray for him. And then when you have services on Sunday night, you have praise and prayer service. I hope you do. That's what we do here. Just stand up and say, the old trailblazer down there in old New Orleans would like for us to pray for them. Remember, my mailing address is the old Trailblazer, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. Goodbye and God bless you.